This is One-on-One's NFL Friday, bringing your weekly Jets, Giants, and NFL talk from WFUV Sports. With top guests, weekly fantasy advice, and opinionated analysis, this is One-on-One's NFL Friday. Yes, it is WFUV's NFL Friday, October 14th, 2016. A beautiful day here in the Bronx, Studio 3, The Bunker. I'm Corey Miller, (laughs) sitting alongside Christian Goey, David Ballack. Jack McClune is on Fantasy this week. Brendan O'Connell behind the glass doing everything back there today, including making some picks. Last night, the Broncos, the defending Super Bowl Broncos, I saw the best headline today. Well, yes, the hangover is real. That is their Super Bowl hangover. They lost to the Chargers last night, 21-13, and the Chargers tried to give that game away again. I mean, poor, poor. The head coach of the Chargers, McCoy, oh my God, you see him, in the, and he's just showing so much emotion. He calls a timeout, which is stupid, and we'll, we'll get into that, but 21-13, now the Raiders are sole possession of first place in the West. A lot of good games this week. A lot of interesting storylines last week. Christian Goey, I just pulled a Terrace Lejeski. My <laughs> mic just fell off. How are we, buddy? Dude, I'm, gr- I'm doing great. I didn't get to watch the full game last night. I checked in late. And you know what? I, I-, I said this to you and David before the show. I said I was impressed with Trevor Simeon. And that was probably his worst game so far. I was impressed with the young guy. I think the Northwestern guy has a future in the NFL. Uh, he he's doesn't have the big arm, doesn't doesn't have the sexy stats usually. But I was impressed with him despite the loss. So we got some things to talk about. Yeah, I mean he was he was thirty of fifty last night, which is fine. He threw a touchdown. Corey and I were saying before I, I, I have Simeon <laughs> as a very mediocre quarterback in the NFL, but he's good enough, I think, to lead this dominant Broncos defense to another playoff contention, Super Bowl contention kind of year. But they did have a little hangover last night against the Chargers. The Chargers aren't that bad. They're the second, they're the second highest scoring offense in the NFL. Last night, Ugh. their offense was actually that was the lowest points they've scored all year with that 21. And they're going against potentially the best defense in the NFL. So they're 2-4, and four, bad record, but their offense hey. is at least impressive. Hey, Phil Rivers is a gamer. There's no doubt about that. I, I just don't really want uh, him to be on that team anymore. Um... And for his sake or for the Chargers' sake? For his sake. sake. Okay. Honestly, for both sakes. They could <laughs> trade him for like three first round draft picks to like the Chiefs or the Broncos or the, or the Jets, Jets or the or the <laughs> Texans. And all those teams would be Super Bowl contenders immediately. But that's not gonna happen. I've already said that on this show. I really want him to go to the Texans. I don't know why I just do. They just got Brock the Glock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't even stop. <laughs> not impressed. Stop. Please stop. Um that's like saying Alex Smith is the future for the Chiefs. I mean, how does that look for John Elway and the Broncos not paying for Brock Osweiler? Right. You get a- but there's a reason for that. Now, Trevor Simeon, I agree with you. I, 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 don't, I don't dislike him. Last night, I was not impressed. If you watch the first half of that game, it was ugly. He was making some terrible, right. terrible throws. I didn't throws. see the first half. Um, yeah, it would make you think a little differently. Um, but the thing about Trevor Simeon is he was taught. He was the scout quarterback for last year's defense. They're the best defense we've seen in my lifetime. Um, and... That's incredible to think about that. He's getting trained by the hardest defense that I've ever seen. So that is something to think about. John Elway knows his quarterbacks. He's also groomed by Peyton Manning. So a lot of factors come in there. Yeah, and I think I just like the way he's efficient with the ball. He's smart. He, he doesn't really foil under pressure smart. like a lot of young quarterbacks you would think would do. So I, that's why I liked Simeon. And also, we, I mean, Paxton Lynch is young and he's raw. And he didn't look great the week prior. Uh against Atlanta so I well not week prior it was just this past Sunday so I I think Trevor Simeon 
has a good future in NFL. I obviously he doesn't throw the ball downfield that much. That's a problem. But he made a throw last night where I was like, wow, when he threw it to Sanders in the in the red zone and Sanders got hurt on the play, it was a heck of a throw. I don't know. Some throws here and there, I'm just impressed by. I, I agree. I think he shows the intangibles that I think more important. Get I mean, you know I like the quarterback who doesn't really need to run around and make a lot of throws. He just needs to make the right throws and yeah. the smart plays and be clutch. David yeah. You are not so into Trevor Simeon, but tell me, what do you think about this Chargers team? Like, their defense looked very good last night. Do you agree? Not only did their defense look good, the whole team looked good because those jerseys were sick, but how how impressed or unimpressed are you with this Chargers team given that they've made so many mistakes on the special teams front, and they did again last night. They just got fortunate because they didn't have enough time to win the game, I would say. Right. I mean, I'm not that impressed. I don't expect all that much from the Chargers. They're 2-4 and right now. I they blew a couple games. I too. don't expect them to make the playoffs. If you go down their schedule, look, they lost to the Chiefs by a score, by six points. They dominated the Jaguars, who have looked atrocious. I was kind of surprised. I thought the Jaguars were a sleeper team this yeah, year. And yeah. They've not been that at all. They lost to the Colts by four, not a great loss. They lost to the Saints by one. They uh, lost to the Raiders by three. You look at those games. All of those are one-score games. The Chargers aren't that far away they from could be being undefeated. five and one, six and zero. Oh. Exactly. So I think you should not underrate this offense. This is, is a premier offense in the NFL, even if you don't know all the names on it and everybody doesn't blow you away. But this is a strong offense. The problem is that defense and that special teams and just everybody coming together. Twenty-one to thirteen, Chargers beat the Broncos, and that's the second loss, the second straight loss for the Denver Broncos, the Super Bowl champs. They need to get on the right page, because that defense is surely talented, but the offense can't stay with it, you're going to have some problems. I made a big trade in fantasy this week. I want to hear what Jack McClune has to say about it. So let's go to that fantasy section with who to start this week. It's time for some fantasy football talk. Who are the best picks around the NFL? Plus, start them and sit them to help you win your league. What's up, guys? Nice to have me in here. I mean, I'm not having the best record so far this year in the WFPV <laughs> League, but, you know, I'm here. I, I've got, I have five leagues. I swear I've got better records in other leagues than the one, three, and one I'm showing right now. Well, hey, hey, it's early in the season. My team, my two best teams right now are two and three. Mm-hmm. Actually, two and three and one and four. Couldn't be, couldn't be less concerned. Mm-hmm. I am fine. <laughs> it's going to be a long season. We're okay. Uh, real quick, mm-hmm. I made a trade this week, and it was a little risky, but I, I wanted to do it. I'm having some problems with the flex. Okay. So you know what I did? I traded Demarius Thomas, who i not that high on this season. He hasn't mm-hmm. been doing well, and again, proved to not do well last night, for Martellus Bennett as my flex and Kenneth Dixon, who is kind of a, a sneaky pick maybe, but really the Martellus Bennett was the reason. I have Greg Olson. I don't need a tight end. I want him as my flex. What do you think? I like that trade because you didn't give up too much for him. Demarius Thomas, I agree with you. I'm not that high on. Between Simeon and Lynch, you never really know what you're getting at quarterback there, and they're not throwing the ball as much as they have been, even with Manning two years ago, not necessarily last year. So I do like that trade for you. I don't know if Martellus Bennett, he's not going to give you that three-touchdown performance every week. I got burned with him on my bench. But right. I like the trade in general. I agree with you on Dixon, too, that a couple weeks down the line, I could see him really being the guy for the Ravens. Not that that really means anything either, but any running back you can get that gets a lot of carries, that's who you want on your team. So, yeah, I, I, it's a good trade for you. I think you don't get burned too badly there. What right. was the trade? It's it's Martell. I get Martellus Bennett and Kenneth Dixon, and I traded away Demarius Thomas. I think Martellus Bennett's going to have a, a historically great season. Depends on who you have at receiver. 
Yeah. Oh, I have Larry Fitzgerald. So I have a good wideout. I'm just going to trade Doug Martin for someone else who's a good wideout. Anyway. I'll, I'll warn you. I'll warn you real quick on Martellus Bennett. I don't know if you guys saw that E60 profile on Martellus <laughs> Bennett and Michael Bennett, but Martellus Bennett said on that E60 profile, do not draft him in fantasy. He's not a fantasy player. Well, just guess what? From his Let mouth. me tell from you. His mouth. <laughs> that was said before he lined up next to the greatest tight end you'll ever see play a football field. He's going to be better than Aaron Hernandez. Anyway, Jack, who are we going to start this week? Well, you were talking bad about him earlier, but I think Alex Smith has a good game this week against the Raiders. Interesting. Raiders' third most fantasy points of QB this season. He's not going to throw you any interceptions. He's good at controlling against the defense. They have a good pass rush, but he's good at getting the ball out quick. I like him getting the ball to Macklin and Kelsey. And they've got Charles coming back a little bit. They're still trying to work him in, but anytime you have a better running back back there, I think he's going to have a really good game this week. And they've been throwing the ball more than like exactly. any other team in the league. So mm-hmm. They're finally kind of stepping up and understanding that Smith that kind of offense is the, the, that short passing offense that's big in the NFL. Smith loves it and really good at it. I think that he, as a whole, he's going to have a good year overall. And then at running back, I love Frank Gore this week against the Texans. Texans are middle of the road against running backs, and they're coming off a really bad. He's middle of the road of running backs when they're no uh, JJ Watt. Yeah, no JJ Watt. Their defense is not good against the run. One hundred and nineteen point four yards a game, and he's going to. They're going to pound the ball. Luck's kind of hurt. I think they're going to want to stay on the ground. I like him a lot this week too, and he's kind of a consistent guy. He's going to get you 10, 12 points every week. Right. And then Carson Palmer's back, so wide receiver, John Brown, you already starting fits oh, no matter what. Oh, you just said Larry Fitzgerald. I got Fitzgerald too. Like I mean, Corey. I'm starting I start Fitzgerald no matter what. He's one of those <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah. I'm plugging it's a good call. He's good a call. star every week. If Drew Stanton's playing, I'm starting Larry yeah. Fitzgerald. But I like John Brown this week too. That Jet secondary is shown they're prone to getting burned by the deep ball, and we've got Palmer there to throw it to him. I like right. him a lot back there too. I mean, he might get Revis just because of the, the size difference. I don't think that's going to work out at all. And then a tight end. I like Zach Ertz this week. I feel like every Zach Ertz, okay. I feel like every year we're talking about how this is Zach Ertz year as a tight <laughs> yeah. end. This is going to be it. This it's is the him. breakout year. This is the time. This is the breakout. It's like Ryan Tannehill at the tight oh, end position. Right. <laughs> but uh, if you need a late fill in, I think that's the best the best option you're going to have, especially if you have Jordan Reed, right. who late in the week yeah. has a concussion. He's out. He may not play again in his career. Yeah, this was a bunch of bummer. He's a good. I love Jordan Reed. I've had him on a lot of teams. He's a good yeah. player. He's a lot of fun to watch. But yeah, Zach Ertz. Yeah, Zach Ertz. I think. Six concussions. Yeah, he's just, yeah five or six concussions in his career between college and now, and he's just that's been it for him. And he's been so good when he's healthy, but it's so hard to touch. And so right. I think having Zach Ertz as a fill-in for him, that's usually a good. Yeah. That's the safest, a yeah. safe bet. Wentz has looked really good this year, and Washington hasn't been great against the tight end. Right. So yeah, I would go with Ertz at the tight end if you really need some. I like those picks. I, I don't really love the Alex Smith pick because I just he's not the kind of guy, despite the matchups, that, mm-hmm. that's going to put up big numbers unless he gets like a running touchdown, which he is capable yeah. of. But I, I understand it. The it could get a little. Fits. It could be a little bit of a shootout too. The Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I think so. The Chiefs' defense is such not as an good, but it's good underachieving defense. Yeah, right. it, it, it has the talent, but it doesn't necessarily do it. That's Jack McLuhan with who to start. We'll be back with him on who to sit, and then eventually his fantasy sleepers of the week. It sounds like Alex Smith is one of those sleepers because I'm certainly low on Alex Smith, but <laughs> I don't hate the pick because the Raiders are a very interesting team. Well, our own Christian Goey is uh, our WFUB beat reporter for the New York Jets, and every week he gives us a little Jets report on his preview and his picks and, and all that. So let's get into Christian Goey's Jets report. It was another dismal Sunday for Jets fans as Gang Green lost 31-13 in Pittsburgh. After a relatively smooth first half in which the Jets trailed just 14-13, it appeared they had a chance at upsetting the Steelers. Unfortunately, that chance was short-lived. The second half brought back the nightmares of the previous two weeks. Despite no turnovers, the offense stalled and the running game had little impact. Even more alarming was their defense. The Jets sacked Big Ben once. Just once. 
And it wasn't because Roethlisberger is tough to bring down, they just simply weren't getting pressure. It's hard to believe that this is the same team that had seven sacks in week one. Roethlisberger threw for 380 yards and four touchdowns, and Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown made their marks as well. But I'm blaming a lot of this on head coach Todd Bowles, who took a very safe approach to a game the Jets needed to take chances in. His biggest mistake was deciding to punt the ball on fourth down when trailing by two possessions in the fourth quarter. The Steelers went on to score again. The only good thing about this is that Bowles is holding himself accountable for the team's play. I take all the blame. I'm the head coach. It goes as I go. We're one and four. It all falls on me. And as I lead, they follow. As for this week, it gets a little easier with a Monday night matchup in Arizona. However, Gang Green found out earlier in the week that receiver Eric Decker will have season-ending shoulder surgery for a torn rotator cuff. Although the Cardinals are just 2-3, and three, the Jets' offense will be limited without Decker. The good news is Darrell Rivas may play after practicing on Friday, but so will Cardinals quarterback Carson Palmer, who returns from a concussion. My heart says a desperate Jets team will pull this out, but my brain says otherwise. The Jets' D is what concerns me most and their offense just isn't good enough to win games on their own. 24-17 Cardinals is my final score. Boy, do I hope I'm wrong. Covering the... I'm Christian Goey, WFUV Sports. And there it is, Christian Goey. Well, Christian, give me a little reason about your picks this week. So I picked the Cardinals to win 24-17. Uh, it was my... Brain speaking, my heart was saying, "Come on, the Jets! The Jets gotta stop the skid. They gotta stop it. They're one and four. This is the must-win game brutal. of the year. They're just not gonna stop it. I'm sorry. Carson Palmer is back from a concussion. Larry Fitzgerald's having another great year. David Johnson coming off another huge week. They're in Arizona. I just don't think Arizona loses this game. I think the Jets change up their strategy a little bit. I think maybe more blitzing defensively. I think you know offensively." maybe get back to the run game with Matt Forte and Bilal Powell. Bilal Powell needs to get more carries. Right, I agree. And uh, they need to change up their strategy, strategy, the Jets. They're both desperate teams, though. I mean, That's it's the not like Arizona's complacent. They need to win as well. I, I, my heart is saying Jets, but my brain is saying Cardinals. That's why I'm going Cardinals 24-17. I told you, I think that the Jets are still going to make the playoffs. Their end wow. of the schedule is is very easy. And they're a streaky team. Well, it's so, very easy after this week. After this week, exactly. Except but, for two games against your for, Patriots. But and they usually, as I say, they usually snag one. They right. ju- the Jets tend to beat the. It usually is a one in one season. Yeah, just the way it works. Uh, and I picked them to win that six, the week sixteen game when no one's playing for the Pats. But anyways, <laughs> the Cardinals um, are a weird team. I think if they were good, like if they were like not as bad as they are, if they were maybe four and one, they're a sneaky team. Then. The Jets would have a really good shot here because they're a team who could fall asleep on the Jets right, for a week. Right. But having said that, I think I'm going to go with you. I'm going to pick the Cardinals this week, and then the Jets are going to get going next week against the Ravens. I'm sorry, prime time against the Cardinals at Arizona. It's just too many things against the Jets. I I, I, I'm agreeing with you. But again, I think this team has shown life. I, I mean, the Steelers game last week, I thought they would play better, but Pittsburgh is very good. They have a good defense. It's there. 
Well, they they played well in the first half. The Jets. That that was what was so frustrating about the them. The spread is, was nine and a half. I thought I had it fine. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we were looking at it. No, and, and, you know, no. But, well, you're we picking our picks at, at my internship. We don't bet. It's just like the regular picks, and we went. I, I picked the Jets to cover the spread, which was not smart. It was looking good after the first half, but the problem with the Jets is it's not just the quarterback situation. Everybody wants to put the blame on Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I understand it. He's not a quarterback that's going to win you the game. But they're not playing well in any aspect of the game. Nope. They don't have any defense. The seven sacks week one against Cincinnati, they had one against Pittsburgh. They haven't gotten the pass rush going. They're giving up way too many big plays down the field. Darrell Revis hopefully will play on Monday. Um, and they gave up another huge touchdown to Sammy Coates against Pittsburgh. Their defense has been atrocious, and I blame a lot of that. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Brennan, Brennan O'Connell, the man, right he, there. He is legit the best producer That's, when it comes to clips. That is hysterical. I love <laughs> All right. it. All David, right, so let's, yeah, I want to get to the numbers, right? Because yeah, I know, me. Corey, you're not a huge guy on the numbers, right? The Jets' defense, 24th in the league in points against. They're giving up 27 points. That's terrible. The only times that they've given up uh, less than 27 are the Bengals, 23, and the Chiefs, 24. That's awful. They're passing yards a game against 31st. The only thing that they're good at is stopping the run which they're second in, but the Cardinals are a passing team. They're going to dominate, and they're going to use that. And they have Carson Palmer now back this week from a concussion they missed last week. Uh, to me, it's a no-brainer. I think the Cardinals got this one. Uh, I don't. I agree. I think it's going to be close, though. And I just—27 points is interesting to me because it's not like it's that high. I mean, the, the Seahawks beat them 27-17. to 17. That was a competitive game. That wasn't like the Seahawks beat them. I mean, the Chiefs game, that is the one that stands out as being the one that's yeah. like, whoa, that was really bad. The Steelers game, you can kind of understand. I think Pittsburgh is just a lot better. Yeah, it got um, away from them at the end, But too. again, when I look at the AFC, all those teams in that stupid division with the Colts, the Jaguars, <laughs> uh, the Texans, and the Titans, I mean, those are four terrible teams. I honestly believe the Jets are better than all four of those teams. Does that is that crazy? No, no, it's, it's not crazy. I think the Texans are better than maybe you're giving them a little bit credit for. And I think... Osweiler without so. JJ Watt, it, it just that's ah. that that's true. Without JJ Watt, it is tough. But they're the Texans are still a three and two team. I think they're a team that's going to finish around the eight and eight record at the end of the year. And I don't know if I see the Jets getting that, even with this t- easy schedule going the rest of the way. I will say though, Ravens at Browns at Dolphins, home to the Rams. Yeah, it's exactly. Jets could get a winning streak. If, this is why this is such a must-win game Monday night. Is because if they do somehow pull off the win. Yeah. You're then looking at a potential five-game right. win streak and then going into the box. But I just want you to think about the teams that maybe could potentially be wild-card suitors, right? So right. the Patriots, let's say they run away with the East. The Steelers run away with the North. The the, the, the South, whatever. Um, and then the, <laughs> the West, you're going to have the, the Raiders, the Broncos. So one of those two teams are probably going to be a wild-card team, right? Right. So then you go to the Ravens. It becomes the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Bills. Now, probably the Bengals are the best team out of all three of those. I mean, the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Jets. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Maybe I would, the include, Bills I would include the Bills. The Bills I would too. not include the Honestly, Bills. Honestly, maybe yeah. the Bills too, except I just don't trust Rex. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So Me neither. I, I see the Jets, Beat even the though even though <laughs> they have been there, and they're 1-4 right now, I, I can see them putting together a string of games, because I believe in Todd Bowles, and uh, I believe in a streaky Ryan Fitzpatrick, not this Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. I just don't think they've dealt with him correctly. And I said that last week. I mean, three interceptions is, is, is enough. Six is it's double that. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> so, I see, I'm, I'm working with you on the numbers here, David. So, it's yes, you can throw me all those stats, but I look at the schedule and I say, huh. And I look at these teams that 
maybe will contend for a wild card, and you say, hmm, the Jets maybe aren't as bad a position as we think. So do you think you see the Jets getting in a wild card spot of what, 9-7? and Because they're not going to win all those so games they have left right on now. the schedule, right? They're 1-4 right and four. If you're picking them over the Cardinals, then they're 2-4. and four. But, but I think he's not picking them over to Carl. So he said so they're, they're going to be one so, and five. So let's say they're one and five, right? So they're only losing two games the rest of the way, playing the Patriots twice. They're going to do what Casey the did Bills last year. Once, and then you have the Enigma games that every team loses. Like you're not. Yes, I think they're going to go games. nine and seven. All right. Look at this. Look at this. Because they're one and four right now. So they lose to the Cardinals, and they're going to get win. Ravens, Browns, Dolphins, Rams. That's one, two, three, four games in a row. So then they're at their. They're back at 500. They're going to lose to the Patriots, go under 500. Colts aren't that good this year. That's a game they can win, but I'll say that's a 50-50 wash. You know what I mean? 8.30 primetime in New York. You'd like to think it goes the Jets' way. 49ers, that's a win. Dolphins, uh, should be a win. Patriots, Week 16. I think the Jets win that game. I think the Patriots... I I say vice versa. Jets maybe win after Thanksgiving. Patriots win on Christmas. Primetime? Because it's at at New England. England. Patriots might have it wrapped up at that point, though, too. You don't even know who they'll have playing. No, I'm saying you were picking the Jets uh, in Week 16. I would pick the Patriots Week 16. And then the Bills Week 7. Let's say Week 17 is like a matchup between the Bills and the Jets right now for that last wild card spot. That would be awesome. That'd be great, but yeah, we're going to last year. So I'm just saying, when you look look at it all, it's maybe not so crazy as it sounds and as the numbers make it seem. But that was a lot of... They should win these games. And in the NFL, like teams just don't win all the they should win these games. It just right. doesn't happen right. that way. Right. You're totally right. I think the so Jets, maybe the Cardinals will win or lose this weekend. Maybe. I think maybe. The, I think the Jets have proven that, uh, like la- last year, they can take advantage of the matchups they're so, supposed to win. Actually, though, honestly, what is the vibe around the locker room? Because it doesn't seem like it, it's not good. Is it's, it down? It's, is it extremely down? Yes, it's Are very they, down. I mean, the last game. Even I, Brandon Marshall? Uh, you know, Brandon Marshall's a guy who likes to to be positive but you know even him after the game it's tough you know I was at the Seattle game that's the last game I was you know I was attending the guys were pretty down and that was that was one in three and apparently I mean that's a top three what team I, for, and that's a yeah it's a great team and then apparently uh, it was even worse after the Steelers game as you'd expect but the the players are really sort of losing faith from what I'm and that's if that happens then my everything I say is out the window Right, but it, you know, it's you're as good as your last game. So depending on how they play Monday night, or you know, if they can build a do winning you think, streak, you think they're going to show up? You think this is going to be a one touchdown game? I do. I, I think. What do you think? How, like, I want to throw in an X factor, right? Yeah. I think for the Jets, in order for them to turn this around, Darrell Revis needs to turn around. Right, Darrell Revis, if he he's can come back, fine. Since he's since played fine, even against the Steelers, Darrell Revis needs, needs to be, be the leader of this team. He needs to be the older Darrell Revis. Totally he's not a vocal leader. But no, 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 he doesn't need to. But be. But he needs to set. He needs to set like lead by example and come out there and show. Be like, yo, guys, we are one of the better defenses. We need to play better than we're yeah, playing I right mean, now. You said he's been fine. They I don't think that's acceptable. He can't be fine. He needs to play better than that. They simply need to start making. Place sack the quarterback, get a pick here and there, right? Force a turnover. They their turnover margins have got to be one of the worst in the leagues, right? They don't they don't take the ball away, right? And they put all the pressure on their offense, and their offense just isn't that good. Like I mean, on paper, receiver and running back, they're supposed to be good. I mean, the line but quarterback, is it bad, is it? Quarterback. The, the line. Well, you'd rather have the Jets line than the Giants line. The line is very right? solid, <laughs> but but the point is. Their quarterback is not good enough to just win games by himself. He needs oh, a defense to give him opportunities. You know, I like Fitzpatrick. I think so in the why right don't system, the Jets just trade three first-round draft picks for Phillip Rivers and or Jimmy make Garoppolo? their lives? Or Jimmy? <laughs> uh, well, well, that's no, an, no, no, now no, there's no. another no, 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 no. Who would no, you no, rather no. have? No, 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 no. Who no. would you rather have? Would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo or, or Phillip Rivers right now? That's an like, who I'm would Jimmy you Garoppolo. Trade for? Phillip Rivers. 
Philip Rivers. Depends on the status of your team. If you're a team Jets, that's one the Jets right now. It, well, the Jets are the Jets right now. The, the 2016 case. New York J E T S. Probably Philip Rivers. Rivers he's, but he's been there. He's played before. Right, but, but Garoppolo's but, a stud. But Philip Rivers. For a couple of games. Philip Rivers is in he's his mid stud. to late thirties. There's been 30s. lots of guys have been studs for a couple of games. Philip Rivers is in his mid to late thirties. You're talking about long term. You want sustainable. What success. do you think, Brennan? But Garoppolo's proven Garoppolo he's, or, he's or, worth or, those first round Rivers. picks. Right? I mean, not three first round picks, but I make a deal for him over a deal That's for That's a clown question, bro. There you go. <laughs> Philip Rivers? <laughs> no? Garoppolo? You don't know? You don't know. He can't decide, but it's also, a clown question. Corey, just to answer your question about the Jets' turnover margin, All right, they are enough. by far last place in the league. They Who? have a. The Jets are by far oh. the last way. They have a minus turnover 10. Margin? They have a minus 10. Yeah, it's the bad. Nets, it's the a must worth. You can't Carolina win football games like at this. At a minus 7. They're three back. Three back. Uh, hey, I, I believe in the Jets. I, I think they can get better. But you know what? At this time, my fantasy team needs to get better, and Jack McClune needs to tell me <laughs> how that's going to happen. So, Jack, this week, you know, I got some starters that have been pretty good. My guy, Blake Bortles, continues to chug along even when the Jaguars do bad. Who are we sitting this week, Jack. You know, I I like Bortles. I like I like playing him this week. But in terms of sitting, we talked a little about the Patriots. Andy Dalton, I, I'd sit him this week. He he's a guy that like if you're towards the bottom of that quarterback setup, you you have Dalton kind of sitting around like oh I could start him this right. week. He's off. He's on my bench actually. Yeah, not a good week to start him this week. I'm starting Tyrod Taylor over him this week. I don't. Wow, I not don't. Bad idea. I don't like Andy Dalton this week. The Patriots <laughs> are giving only giving up only six point three uh, yards a drop back this season. I know you hate stats, but that's really bad. That's well, the, the tenth fewest. It's bad for Dalton. It's the tenth fewest in the league. And so I definitely don't like him. And Eifert. That's are important for fantasy. Yes. Let's make that okay. abundantly clear. And Eifert's also still out, so he still doesn't have him. He still got C.J. Uzma as your tight end, and the A.J. Green's really all they got. The fell's brick hands out on the other opposite A.J. Green. So I don't think Dalton has a good week at all this week against a really good Patriots defense. And in terms of sitting for running backs, Latavius Murray's back this week. Don't let that fool you. That's a full running back by committee. I know you yeah. probably drafted him yeah. high. But yeah, DeAndre he's Wash- sitting on my bench. DeAndre Washington and Jalen. Re- Do you Richard have everybody that he's talking about? I feel it's like awesome. <laughs> just, keep, just keep going. I'm not going to stop you. I also, we talked about, I wouldn't start. I mean, you probably have to just in terms of where you draft him, but I don't like Matt Forte this week at all. Interesting, yeah. Uh, he's been really agree. rough the past few weeks, and I agree that they should get What out. a tease he's been for My fantasy. boy Chandler Jones has been amazing, too. So <laughs> He had two really good weeks to start the season, and then after he fell off, they got to get Powell involved more. I think this is the week they do it because Forte's just not getting it done out of the backfield. So this hurts for him. And then sit wide receivers. Willie Sneed is back, too, from injury after a bye. I don't like him that much. Carolina's been really bad against receivers, but there's just too many mouths to feed in right. New Orleans to go to a guy right. who's coming off an injury. But and I will tell you, I think that game is going to be a dominating game yeah. from Carolina if Cam comes back. Mm-hmm. If Cam comes back, absolutely. But if they don't, right. I think the Saints go up early right away. I so agree. It's, it's very interesting there. But, but Sneed, but with them having Michael Thomas and Brandon Cooks yeah. and Kobe Fleener, who they're trying to get involved, they really need him to get involved. I think this is the week they try to do that. I don't like Sneed that much this week. He has had he's had a couple of good games, but he's been hurt, so it's just a it's rough there. And then with tight ends, Gary Barnage, people he's kind of he's kind of flown under the radar. Just he's had a decent season, he surprisingly enough. Yeah, it hasn't been too bad. He's not he's not like last year. He's not a top five tight end, but he's he's someone you can st- willingly start every week, especially if you're kind of dealing with injuries. This is not a the week to do that. The problem with him is there's no quarterback. Exactly, that's part of the reason it's why every year. I mean, well, I mean, he even put up good numbers with Johnny Manziel. Yeah. So that's. That's mm-hmm. why you think, man, even despite the quarterback situation, he can play. But you're right. I don't know if Gar- Gary Barnes is a good pick. I'm a little surprised about the Willie Sneed pick, though, because mm-hmm. I, I, I think he's the lead guy in, yeah. in, in New Orleans. Despite Michael Thomas being a nice mm-hmm. fantasy find or, or Brandon Cooks and Mark Ingram in the backfield, 
I think if Willie Sneed is healthy, he'll get the targets. Yeah, I'm not saying you don't necessarily yeah, start him. Is. I don't think you want to start him as your your guy. You're gonna plug him in, and you're gonna get right. 15 out of him as your wide receiver one. I think. He's going to do pretty well. I think there are better options this week. I think going the rest of the season, I love Willie Sneed. Right. I just think this week you don't know what you're getting. And the Panthers are hungry. Exactly. That's my biggest Desperate. thing. My biggest thing with fantasy is making sure that you're you're not necessarily limiting your risk, but you're taking risk in the right places. Right. And you're waiting for guys to prove that they deserve to start before to start them off of a whim. And Willie Sneed hasn't proven himself in the last few weeks. Okay. Here's a Fair philosophical enough. fantasy Roasted. question. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. <laughs> hey, if you tell me when it's coming, I won't talk over it. I promise. Um... What do you think about projections? Because I was projected to win by 37 points last week, and I lost. <laughs> That's always how it they're, works. They're pretty rough. I mean, you have to – I like to take them into account, but watching them during the, during the game during the week I'll give you a heart means attack. pretty much nothing. I do it – everyone does it because down it's like something crazy. to do. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It's like percentage to win, I 65 – 15%. It's like back and forth. Eddie, oh. Eddie Lacy is literally the worst mm-hmm. because it's like projected like 10 to 15 points every week. Yeah. And he either gets hurt or James Starks just takes his carries. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Starks is going to do it this week. I think Lacy's a good start this week, too. I think Starks is getting phased Hopefully, out. Yeah. But yeah, the projections are awful. Like every site, too, is wildly different. There's no consensus between who they're going to give good points to. It's tough because you do kind of use that as a barometer to say, like, okay, they're thinking like this guy's going to have a decent game. But for the most part, I try to block them out. That's a big part of fantasy, too, is making sure that you're paying attention to yourself and your own predictions you don't want to like there's a big part of the league there's guys who are slaves to the rating slaves like you gotta make sure you're making your own decisions which is why i don't like sneed this week guys love sneed i'm not a huge fan just because of the way i play also it takes away from so much fun if you're like oh i'm just gonna follow what the Mm -hmm. fantasy experts say and (laughs) hit the optimal lineup it's like no like make your own decisions this is the point you're like you're supposed to be able to make your own choices especially if it's in a money that's not in a league that's not for money Mm -hmm. if you if you're just doing the safe pick just just mm-hmm. because like you're, yeah, you know, that kind you're, of you're hitting the, you're hitting the insider optimized lineup on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. Like yeah, it's, it's supposed to be fun. Like that's why you start like dumb players because you're like, oh, they're gonna go off this week, and then you lose, and then you're right. in a fifty dollar league, and you don't start Martellus Bennett for <laughs> predictions, and it's well, and it's, projections are false. That's what Jack McLuhan tells me. Thanks, Jack. We'll see you in a little bit for some fantasy sleepers. Right now, the other side of New York football. I'm going to the game on Sunday, baby. I'm excited. Wow. First football game of the year. Hey, I'll be there too. Yeah, I'll see you there. awesome. I'll be up in the press box, but I'll be down underneath. You'll probably be having a great in time. The truck, um, the Giants are playing the Ravens this week. The Ravens just fired their offensive coordinator. Now Marty Morningwig is in charge. He's the quarterback coach. Should be very interesting uh, to see how that adjustment happens. Christian Goey's in my ear. Not in my ear. He's telling earlier how teams play very well after firings. Well. It'll be an interesting game because the Giants, they're just about as desperate as the Jets. Tom Scabelli, our beat reporter, has more. After three straight losses, concern surrounding the Giants is high and for good reason. Let's rewind to week three. The Giants were leading the Redskins 21-9 in the second quarter and were primed to move to 3-0. But since then, nothing has gone the Giants' way. There have been injuries, controversies, and most importantly, three straight losses. The Giants now find themselves at 2-3 and three in last place in what's shaping up to be one of the best divisions in football. The most recent loss was Sunday night in Green Bay. Big Blue fell to the Packers 23-16. The defense played very well and contained Aaron Rodgers, picking him off twice. The problem, like it has been for most of the season, was the offense. 
Eli Manning just didn't look right. The offensive line did him no favors, but his accuracy was still off. The offense was supposed to be the strength of this team, but they've scored just eight offensive touchdowns through five weeks. The offensive line isn't protecting Eli, Eli himself hasn't played that well, and the play calling doesn't help. You can only call so many running back screens and draws. So here in week six, the Giants find themselves in what's close to a must-win game. They can't afford to lose four in a row, especially with how well the rest of the division is playing. The opponent is the 3-2 Ravens, and I like the Giants this week for a few reasons. The Ravens offense has struggled, and I think the Giants defense will continue to play well, especially since they're healthier. And while the Baltimore defense has been very good, there's just too much talent on the Giants offense to be contained for another week. It also helps that the G-Men are at home, and I think they come to play in this near must-win. Giants take it 24-20, but if they do lose, it's officially time to pass. With this week's Giants report, I'm Tom Scavelli, WFUV Sports. I am high on the Jets, but not on the Giants. This week, I think they will win. I like Tom's pick of 24-20. to I think that's a good score. Yeah. I think the Ravens are going to have some problems. They do have problems, especially defensively, which is bizarre, uh, with that team. Uh... Joe Flacco's a good quarterback. I think he's a very good quarterback, but I just don't think this is a very good team. However, the, the Ravens have a coach who is 10 times more competent than the Giants, so that's always an advantage. Oh, Sorry. Wow. I ben like McAdoo, that, I'm just not a fan. I don't understand it. I'm going to harp on this all season until the Giants prove me wrong. This guy is not the man for the position. I'm sorry. I may not be picking the Giants, but here's why I might pick the Giants. Reportedly, Ben McAdoo played a clip from Step Brothers this week for the Giants locker room uh, where uh, the bully tells Brennan to lick the white <laughs> dog turd. And they showed that clip to the team and says, guys, we will not be bullied by the Ravens this week. We go. will come in and we will play tough football. And so if they're going to win, it's going to be for that reason and that reason alone. That is the most Ben McAdoo <laughs> I could have imagined. But will it work? No. No. <laughs> no. no. The Giants will win just because they're a better team, not because they're watching Step Brothers clips of Ben McAdoo selected like late at night. I, I honestly think the Giants are just a better team. Uh, they didn't play that poorly, at least defensively, against the Packers, even though Aaron Rodgers and them, I don't know what's going on with the Packers. And I just think they'll win. I, I You know, Joe Flacco, I think the offense will be better. I think they'll take more shots down the field. Like I said, like Corey said, I think when you fire a coach, your team is just going to be automatically better. It doesn't matter who you have taken over for them. The, the team's just better after after firing. I don't understand it. I think they're just riled up, and they feel, like, insecure about their jobs, so they play better. So I think the Ravens will play play better. I think they'll have some good moments, but overall the Giants get the win. I like the score 24-20 by, the, so by it, Tom. So it sounds like you guys are both picking the Giants, right? I'm picking the Ravens yeah, for two reasons. One, the Ravens' defense is better than you guys think. The Ravens' defense is a top-five defense in every category a great except coach. for points per game against, and that there's six in that. Every other category, they're a top-five defense in the NFL. This is why we need a numbers guy because I just don't <laughs> believe in it. But go. Keep going, David. Second reason, and this is going on Christian's point a little bit. This is the second time the Ravens have fired their offensive coordinator the week after a loss to the Redskins. Good win for the Redskins too. By the way, that was a big that was a big win. The last Good win time by the Redskins. Redskins. I agree. Stink, David. No, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Hey. The last time the Ravens fired their offensive coordinator after a loss to the Redskins was in 2012 when they replaced Cameron with Jim Caldwell. 
The Ravens went on to win the Super Bowl that year. Now, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm picking the Ravens to win the Super Bowl that year, but I think this Ravens defense is stronger than you guys think. I think that bringing in um, the new offensive coordinator this week, they're going to go and run the ball. They've been throwing the ball more than almost any other team in the league this year, and it just hasn't been working out, even though Joe Flacco's looked okay. More he's play action. So many pass attempts. I think they're going to run the ball a little bit more, and I think the Ravens are getting the win. They're a sneaky team, the Ravens. I will right. give them that. They are fully capable of surprising the Giants. But the Giants' not, defense is beat up this week. They are not better than the New York Giants. If they win this game, it will be a coaching thing. I firmly believe that. The Giants have more talent, more playmakers. The Giants, on paper, should win this game. You can tell me the stats through the first couple of games, but you got to think about who each team has played. I mean, the Giants could easily be 1-4 and four right now with that Cowboys game. Uh, and they could also go the other way with how things have happened. Yeah, yeah. The Redskins game, for example. But, you know, uh, before we talk more about the Giants, John Harbaugh, he doesn't get talked about enough. The Ravens are— Jim gets all the credit. Jim gets all the 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 hype. hype. It's not right. John is a much better coach. It's it's the the fact that he's, like, a little crazy (laughs) and and he wears khakis. John's a better NFL coach. John is a great coach. John is the only NFL coach right now. Nobody talks about him on a—like, perennially, this is a team that is above 500, despite— Whatever the roster, the roster are. not looking that great. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And all the credit to John Harbaugh. Yeah, I, I mean he's totally, a great coach. Totally. I just think the Giants this week will get back. I, I thought I picked them last week against the Packers, and picking the Packers at picking against the Packers at Lambeau is childish. Um, <laughs> I don't care <laughs> who's playing. That. I don't care who's playing. I mean, I, we all did it. We yeah. all picked the Giants except for Reed, and I go Reed's going to be the only one that's right. You'll see. And guess what? I mean, I'm waiting. Same thing this week. Same thing. I don't know. The breakout game, the the breakout game for Mr. Beckham is going to happen. It's coming. I I don't know when it's going to come, but it will happen, David. Mark my words. He's too good for it to not happen. Now, is Jimmy Smith the guy that's going to shut him down? Maybe. Maybe he is. Is he is he as good as Norman? Not even close. Is he as good as the Vikings guy? What's his name? Um. What's his name? The Vikings guy. Well, the Dreads. Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes. 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 Exactly. No, that's not. That's Trey. You're thinking Trey Waynes, but you, yeah, Rose is the Rose. Ro- okay, yeah. I was right on that. Um, no, he's not. So, is this week Eli and Odell go off? Maybe, maybe yeah. it is. I, I think that fifth, fifth in the league in passing yards against fifth in the league in passing yards against the Ravens. They may not have the stars in that backfield, but they're playing Don't give well stats together. Stats to Corey. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> he doesn't have to buy in. He's going with they've his played, pick. They played the Browns, the Dolphins. I mean, look that's at their true. schedule, David. That's, that's true. true. No, that is a very weak schedule. And they're and they're not winning by a lot. The Ravens. I, I, so here's the thing with stats and me. I, I, like after the season's over, then you can look at it and say, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. But through five games. Yeah, it and it just, depends on this competition. You can't look too into stats. I really firmly believe that. I'm more of an eye test guy. So I think the Ravens. You know, they've gotten lucky. They shouldn't have beaten the Browns, right? But they came back and had a good win. Yep. I, I've seen them play pretty miserable. I mean, the Redskins are good. They're not great. Yeah. But they beat the Giants too, so the Reds, right. they eat, right. but they only beat the Giants not. because Josh Norman. Do and not, they, they should have lost to the Ravens too, though. I do, I don't think you should take rivalry games into account because no matter how, the status of the Jets teams, Patriots, yeah, Jets Patriots, the status of the teams does not matter. Rivalry games are typically pretty close, and okay. unless it's like Dolphins and yeah. no, Patriots, you're right. You're right. even that, even that's pretty close. The Giants, like I said, I'm so anti. Uh, incompetent is the wrong word. Ben McAdoo is a good football mind. He was very successful with the Packers and has done well for the Giants. He's just not a head coach. It's like Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan's a great football mind, 
he just doesn't yeah. run the whole show correctly. I don't think he's even a great football mind. Oh, I, he is defensively. Those Ravens teams were unbelievable. Um, yeah, but they had Marvin Lewis running the show, and they had a, an amazingly talented defense. That's a different argument. I'm saying Ben McAdoo is not the right man for this job. I finally got a Giants fan to agree with me on this this weekend. I was like, dude, I don't think Odell's the problem. It's the guy who can't control Odell. Because this, again, I'm going to make this point. This wouldn't have happened last year. It just no, wouldn't. wouldn't have. And Tom Coughlin's gone all oh, about it this year saying, yo, this guy needs to be under control. We would have been doing right. this differently. This right. is, ha- yeah, there's, okay, so there's no one he respects. There's no one right now Odell respects. And it's, that's even Eli. I, I mean, clearly. So until Odell has a great game and breaks out, the Giants are going to have some problems. But they are too good. They have too many playmakers Sterling to not Shepard. be successful. Yeah. They have too many playmakers. And I don't think the uh, the Ravens have enough people to really stop all of them. You can have Jimmy Smith on Odell the whole time, but who's their second quarterback? Uh, quarterback? I don't even know his name. It's true. But I, I think the other thing that – I think Eli Manning's not getting enough of a bad rap. Eli Manning has five touchdowns this year. He has Eli has made five. some bad throws. If you watch that game last – How do you have five touchdowns through five weeks of play? That's ridiculous. It's the line. I know. It's the but, offensive line. The Giants have had offensive line problems but for many even, years. But even with that, and this may be where you get into McAdoo, the offensive line has been terrible and they were bad last year too, and they that was kind of the Giants' um, – not coaching staff, but their, the executive staff's fault for not going and improving that this year, which they didn't whatsoever – but when you got three targets like that in Cruz, Shepard, and Odell, it's still you should a be very, able to throw the ball quick. But you, you need enough time. It's, you need enough time. So the scheme is cor- incorrect then. It's yeah, still a exactly. very— like change scheme des- or something. Despite all their weapons, it's still a very one-dimensional offense. They have right. no lead back. You know, there's this whole emphasis on the passing game, and rightfully so, but it takes away from the fact that you still need balance. In the but NFL again, why can they not run the ball? Because of their line. So this is a huge well, they, they issue. They also just don't have a running back now. Well, I mean, Rashad Jennings— In the NFL, like, you can get away with that kind of now. If you have a decent line, you yes, can get you away can. with— The Patriots do. Yeah, well, the Patriots are, are, are an exemplar, exemplary team. Like, they're so great no matter I think, what. I think the Cowboys are another great example. Ezekiel, it's very good. Great offensive line. Very good. That, line, that offensive yeah, line will take them offense. places. Is that going to get us into the Tony Romo conversation? <laughs> yes, actually it is. Because um, we're done with the Giants. You know how I feel about them. And I want to get to this really quick before we get to our fantasy sleepers and the picks. But this is coming. I, I mean, this kid <laughs> has been flawless down in, down in Dallas. Really has. He has said... All the right things. He has done all the right things on the football field. He is dynamic. Dak he is Dak. hard to he is hard to prepare for, more so than Tony Romo is, because Tony Romo is a pocket passer. So it is harder to prepare for a guy who can pack pocket pass and also run. Look at Russell Wilson. Look at Cam Newton. Those are just examples. Tony Romo's a better quarterback. I don't think he's a so better winner. Okay, okay. I don't think he's a better winner. And you know what? I think this guy is a better winner. Yes, he's young. Yes, he's a rookie. But when you look at what he's doing, I mean, even the game he lost, he had won. He was not the reason. He passed it to the Williams, who didn't run out of bounds. <laughs> I mean, it's mind-blowing. So this team, the Cowboys, could be 5-0. and I know. And if Tony Romo thinks he's coming back in Week 9, and they're 7-1, and oh, boy, how do you explain it? How can you I, explain you know, it? You I, it's... To say he's a better winner than Roma, I understand Roma doesn't have m- many wins on his resume, especially in the playoffs. playoffs I think, yeah. what is it, two? But 
you know, it's pretty it's a pretty small sample size to go off. Dak is a better winner. He's played five games in the NFL. I understand like what you just said, four and one, it's great, he could be five and zero, oh, but he's faced some not so great teams and they're a good team as it is. So I'm not gonna say he's a better winner than Romo. Also, I think you go with Romo not just because he's a better quarterback, but because Dak said all the right things. He said this is Tony's team. So you exactly. don't have a locker room. He has to. You don't have no but But it is no, he it is Romo's team. But he doesn't all right, have, now. he doesn't have to say that when you think about it. He could be a little yes, bit more mum about it. He said, he flat out said, this is Tony's team. I'm just doing my part. So I think there's, you know, with no locker room, uh, tension, I think it's right to go to Romo, just give him a shot. Look, Romo could so very easily get hurt right you're, away. You're correct in the fact that their schedule has been easy, but he be, he almost beat the Giants, right? He should have. He put them in, right, in beat, position yeah. to win. Well. The Giants have a way of, uh, you know, beating quarterbacks who it's put their first team. first career start, too. There are ways that Giants, you know, they put their, the opposing team puts their team in a position to win. The Giants somehow figure a way to... Beat them. Super Bowls, a.k.a. anyone getting this trick. Um, the Redskins, a rivalry game, 27-23 in Washington, D.C. It's a good. That's a great win. Bears, worst team in the league. Stop that. We won't talk about it. 49ers, second worst team in the league. We won't talk about it. Last week. This is why I become a believer. Because he just went out and had no problems against a very good Bengals defense. See, this is the week where I might become a believer against this Packers team. This is a big game for them. Playing And it's a big game for Aaron Rodgers, too, that's also not mentioned. But if he can come through this week, then maybe, but I'm still looking at Tony Romo. Tony Romo if, is so much better right. than you give him credit for. Okay. He's in the NFL agree. passing rating, career rating. He of the is guys a good right quarterback. He is he is he gets a lot of flake, but he is not a winner. You know who also was, also was a winner? Tim Tebow, who is Prescott's idol. Prescott named his dog after Tim Tebow. But Tim I love Te- that. Tim Tebow was a winner, but Tim Tebow is not leading your team, and he's not the best quarterback. <laughs> Tony Romo is a better quarterback. Somehow, some faraway world, Tim Tebow gets on this podcast. <laughs> he just seems to do it. All right, is, is Tim Tebow the fantasy sleeper of the week, Jack? Ball league. He's, ball a, league. he's a sleeper to maybe make the Mets roster in like six years. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that, that, that. That is blasphemous. <laughs> that is blasphemous. <laughs> All right, Jack. Who, who are our fantasy sleepers this week, buddy? Well, you mentioned Alex Smith being a little bit of a sleeper, but I can go even deeper than that and going with Tyrod Taylor against San Francisco. You mentioned they're okay. terrible. Tyrod Taylor is who I'm starting over uh, Andy Dalton this week. He's been up and down this year. Only He's right in the middle of the road in terms of quarterback scoring, but the, the 49ers defense is just awful. And he's looked better. The offense has looked a little better since firing their offensive coordinator. So I think that's... Definitely going to be a way to go for them is with him. I like that pick a lot. And then uh, Sleeper's running back. I got two running back. You'll like it. James White, I think, has a really good week this week. I've been waiting for him to do that. Yeah, yeah it's the same kind of thing. as You've always been waiting, waiting, waiting. But right. last week he looked really good, and I think they're going to look to get him more involved. I think they well, when once Brady's back, they don't run with LeGarrette Blunt as much and at all. Well, they do in the red zone, but yeah, that's exactly, why LeGarrette's yeah. a good fantasy. He's still a good exactly, fantasy yeah. running back. But here's the thing, like, Defenses are now going to prepare for the two tight ends, mm-hmm. right? So they've already they're going to try to figure out the wide receivers, the two tight ends. Well, who gets the ball? The running back. He can't cover everyone. Yep. I think you got you still have a couple weeks before Daniel Lewis comes back. I think James White holds oh, you I over for a wait few for weeks. I think I'm, I'm starting this week. I have to because I just running backs are decimated. I have Davius Murray and it's a mess, but whatever. <laughs> but then I also would start Terrence, Terrence West this week. We talked about Kenneth Dixon earlier on about being good, right, but, but he's not, not the starter yet. Not yet, and it's going to be a couple more weeks. I think he looked pretty bad last week. Terrence West, 95 yeah, yards one. on 11 carries. That's it. I think they're going to give him more this week. The Giants' yeah, run defense is okay, but I think I I like Terrence West this week a lot just to kind of get involved. They're going to I think they're going to establish the run game early this week, and he's going to be the guy to do it for them. And at wide receiver, I talked about the Bills 49ers game. I think it's going to be a shootout. 
Jeremy Curley on the other side. Ooh, the, the Jets cast on the, a wide you receiver. You just rubbing it in this. A, show. A, wider, <laughs> a wide receiver that wasn't good enough for the Jets is now going to be my super pick of the week. Just he's had a good season. He has a he's, really. He's, he's had he's, a really good. season. He's been their number one wide receiver, which in and of itself, I never thought I would say about Jeremy Curley for any team. And I wouldn't have said it. From Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, from Blaine Gabbert. Well, not this week. Well, this week it's going to be not, Kaepernick, not which week, is yeah. which is why I which think it's very interesting <laughs> because I do. Whoa! Now I'm thinking about this like whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little more hesitant this week. Because of the cabinet thing, but at the same time, who else is he throwing it to? Tory no Smith, who's no been one. irrelevant. Jeremy Curley is Wes Welker. <laughs> I mean, I get. I mean, it's not. A, it's not a bad confession. The Bills secondary is just okay. It is a bad confession. And, that is I their weakness. It's, it's. It's. He's the. He's the. He's like the Wes Welker of a really bad 49ers team. Yes. So I think. There you go. And yeah, in comparison of like the talent level on the 49ers, I think that's fair. I think it is fair. I just don't like Kaepernick. But hey, Jack McLuhan with some great stuff. Do you have any more? No, that's it. I mean, I think. You're riding with Jeremy Curley. If you're riding with Jeremy Curley, you're not out of luck. Maybe I'll pick Jeremy Curley up. Well, Jack, thanks for everything. You get into the back, join Brendan, give him a friend back there. He's been all alone doing a great job. Brendan O'Connell, absolutely fantastic all day. Well, guys, it's time for our favorite part of the show. Time to do some future looking. Does that work? Kind of. I tried. Hey, I love it. Let's get to the picks. Let's, let's mix it look up. into the crystal ball for some weekly NFL predictions. All righty, folks. Last night, the San Diego Chargers and Phillip Rivers <laughs> did the Broncos and the defending champs dirty down in San Diego. What a good win for the Chargers. All right, let's get to it. One o'clock on Sunday, October 18th, the 49ers go all the way from San Francisco to Buffalo. Are you picking the 49ers, David? No, I'm not. I'm going with the Bills. <laughs> Christian, you tough, as well? Tough pick. I'm going to stick with the Bills. So. Are we sending it back there? Oh, first pick sent. I love it. Send it. Bills in Buffalo. Easy peasy. Rex Ryan does it. Next game, Eagles at the Redskins, the one I'm struggling with the most. Let's start with the guys out back. Which one do you guys think? Who's going to take this one? Eagles. Eagles, too. Christian, what are you thinking? Eagles. Wow. Dave, I don't think you're going to go Eagles here. No, I'm not. Hell, <laughs> the Redskins. The Redskins are getting this win, and then when the Packers or when the Cowboys lose a Lambo, the Redskins are going to be tied for first in the NFC East. What I love about the NFC East is all just seems to be jumble. So, you know what? Let's go with the home Let's team, go! baby. Redskins, take that one over Hell. Carson Wentz. Back-to-back losses. Hey, guys, they just lost to the Lions, okay? <laughs> all right. The Cleveland Browns, baby. They looked good last week. Not. Um, they take on the Tennessee Titans. This is a winnable game, right, Titans, Christian? Titans, dude. <laughs> Titans. Titans. Are we sending it or no? Send it. Send it. <laughs> Cleveland just isn't good enough. Titans, Marcus Mariota. They're pretty good, actually. I'll take them as well. Everyone's got it. Let's go. All right. I'll be there on Sunday, 1 o'clock, to see Eli and his boys. Well, if, uh, if you consider Odell to be a boy, then... That, yeah. that, that works. Anyways, Ravens, Giants. Joey Flacco, good enough, David? Yes, he is. Ravens get the win. Oh, wow, Giants. Christian? Giants. Giants? What do you guys think back there? Ravens. Baltimore. Wow. Let's go. There you go. You know what? No. I told you I'm going to pick the Giants. They're going to turn around this week. I really think so. At home, G-Men, give me them there. I picked them last week, too, so maybe I'm a jinx for them, but I, I, I don't know. All right. Panthers at the Saints. Cam Newton's a little questionable, guys. Jack McClune, does that make a difference? Give me the Panthers. Panthers, I'm going Panthers. Both Panthers with the guys in the in the booth. What do you think, David? You, you know, I, the ha- Superdome? I have Panthers written down here. I'm going with the Saints. With Cam, I don't know. We're going Saints. Why not? If Cam's back, which he is, I, I, Panthers. 
This is a mortal lock, guys. This is the mortal <laughs> lock of the week. Panthers, easy, easy win. Uh, Cam Newton's going to throw for a lot of he plays. I don't care if he doesn't play. The Saints just aren't that good. All right. Boring game of the week. It's the toilet bowl game. You got the Jaguars at the worst team in the NFL, the Bears. I'm picking the Jaguars. Is anyone disagreeing with me? Nope. I, I'm going to go Duh, with the Bears. Jaguars. Wow. No. You're going to go with the Bears. Are you going to go with the Bears? I'm going to go with the Bears. Jordan wow. Howard's on my fantasy team. He's going to get over 100 yards, give me some fantasy points, get the win. Sure he is. Okay. All right. <laughs> Have faith in Brian Hoyer. Have I like Blake Bortles better. Jaguars, Jaguars, Jaguars. <laughs> All right. Rams at the Lions. Lions got a good win last week. David, you impressed? Yeah, I am. Going with the Lions this one. Christian? Yeah, Lions. I'll go with the Lions. What do Lions. you guys think back there? Got the Rams. Lions. Yeah, you know, again, Jeff Fisher just loves to be 500, guys. <laughs> he loves to. It's like his, it's just his favorite little thing. Lions get this one in the Motor City. They like playing at home. All right. Still at the 1 o'clock game, we got the Steelers at the Dolphins. And last week, Steelers, boy, oh Steelers, boy, the Steelers, Steelers look good. We're sending it, right, Yeah, guys? we're sending it, right? Send it! <laughs> Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown and crew continue to roll. All right. The Bengals at the Patriots. This is a great game in Foxborough. Mr. Brady returns. And they're going to be going wild up in New England. Hallelujah. I can guarantee you that. I love it. All right, boys in the glass, what do you think? Patriots or Bengals? Patriots. Pats. Patriots. Upset pick of the week, going the Bengals. Oh, my God. And you go Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots defense, this is why they're going to win the Super Bowl, guys. The Patriots defense is so good. The Bengals will not win this one at Foxborough. Tom Brady continues to be Tom Terrific. Hey, let's go to the 4 o'clock games. The Chiefs at the Raiders. Someone told me this was going to be a shootout. Uh, I'd beg to differ. But, David, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to the Raiders. Christian? Raiders. Guys? Chiefs. Raiders. Yeah, Jack, you're alone on this one, buddy. Uh, the Raiders are pretty good. I don't think the Chiefs are that good. You're high on Alex Smith. I'm not. <laughs> I like Derek Carr. We'll stick with the Raiders. All right. The game of the week by far and away. No doubt about it. The best offense in the league. The best defense in the league. We're all the way out in the northwest corner of our country in Seattle, baby. It's going to be loud there. Julio Jones and the Falcons. Can they do it back-to-back -back weeks, Christian? Seattle. I'm going Seattle. What do you think? Going the Falcons. Best defense in the league is the Vikings, Corey. Seahawks. Seahawks, Seahawks. I'm, I'm agreeing with Jack. I'm going with uh, the Falcons. Now, Jack, you this called me out. You better hope you're right. The Minnesota Vikings are the second best defense in the league because the Seahawks had a, had a bye week last week. So guess what? Numbers. We're pulling <laughs> stats now, baby. <laughs> it is. I was not incorrect with saying that. Guess what, guys? The Falcons didn't go home this week. They decided to stay out west. I have a problem with that. They're not going to beat the Seahawks. <laughs> Dan Quinn is not going to beat Pete Carroll. It'll be all right. All right, Cowboys at the Packers. Is Zeke good enough to do this again? Is the strawberry daiquiri working, or is it going to freeze in Lambeau? No, he's not. Not in Lambeau. Packers get this one. Christian? Packers. Packers. Send it. Send it. Packers <laughs> got it. All right, Colts at the Texans. Divisional matchup. I told you how much I don't like that South division. Colts beat the Texans at home? I think so. What do you think, Christian? A uh, blah game, dude. I'm going Texans, though. Yeah, Texans. Houston gets it. Colts. Texans. Jack McClune alone again, but not this time. I like Andrew Luck and the, t the Colts. That team is the best team in that division. I firmly believe that. I'm anti-Brock. I'll say it again. All right, late game, Monday night football. Gruden's on the call, per usual. Jets at Cardinals. Are we sending it with the Cardinals pick? 
Yes, send it. We are <laughs> send it. Jets do not get the win. And there you have it. Right then and there. Just want to add, last week, I only got two picks wrong. So that was pretty good. Any final thoughts, Christian? No, great show. I had a, I had a blast. You guys took my energy up. David? I've never defended Tony Romo in my life before today. but And you, you did to. it. Otherwise, it was fun. You <laughs> did it today for a Redskins fan. That must sting. My one takeaway from this week, I, I, I do think Andrew Luck is too good to let this losing streak and this losing team continue. They won last week. Make it two in a row. I'm anti-Brock. Anyway, for Brendan O'Connell behind the grass, Jack McClune, fantasy, Christian Goey sitting right next to me, B-hosting, and David Ballack as our other host. I'm Corey Miller from Studio 3, The Bunker. We'll be back next week for more NFL stuff like we always do. Hey, it's the weekend, folks. Go out and enjoy it. Watch some college football tomorrow. NFL on Sunday. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. NFL Friday is a production of WFUV Sports.